Welcome to Lead Gen Nation with your hosts, Sean McCormick and Ryan Drummond. I'd love to start us off with a little story for our listeners. A few weeks ago, Sean and I went down to Conversations 2018 conference in Austin, Texas, and we were sitting there. And by the way, that conference was put on by ManyChat. Sean and I were at the bar and we were discussing our October challenge. So Sean was going to cut the sugar and I was going to cut the booze. Both of us are scared of heights. So if any of us <laughs> slip up, we, we had to, we'll force the other one uh, to go skydiving. So far, I have not had a drip of alcohol. Sean, you're holding true with your no sugar, correct? That's correct. I'm not jumping out of a plane. <laughs> so uh we're sitting there and then uh you know like at any conference you get to talking and networking and, and a group of guys came up uh kind of you know sean was talking to one guy and i was i was talking to another guy and quickly found out um that this dude that i was talking to was a smart guy and first of all he was the first one um to show me what fa- what the facebook messenger code was and you know it got to the point where because uh this this gentleman was talking about uh, how he was doing lead generation for uh university clients something that m- my partner sean has been doing before in the past and at the point where we're going to exchange cards he he shows me something that i've never seen before where all i do is take a picture and now we've swapped information and, and we can connect with each other so um, that was a, a huge eye-opening moment for me and also uh, for the business. I mean, when, when we were going through that conference, we learned how, how powerful uh, ManyChat and, and just why companies should be having a chatbot on. And a lot of that excitement was driven um, from our guests. So with us today, we have Digital Marketer, a man who is uh, representing Brooklyn, originally out from Bulgaria. Uh, let's just give it up real quickly for Sunay Tamashev. How you doing, Sunay? Oh, I'm great, man. Thanks for the introduction. Wow, that was uh, that was awesome. I didn't even know that the guy you were talking about was me, but <laughs> <laughs> but but well, yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing what 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 the from where I think Sean and I's head was going into the conference and after, you know, meeting you and seeing the speakers, um, our excitement and perception on, on our business has completely changed. You know, we, we've doubled down on, uh, bot strategies and I'm hoping that in this podcast, we could do a lot of talking about that. Oh yeah. I'd love to, man. I mean, since I got onto bots, uh, that code that I gave you to scan then, I mean, that, that's the only thing I take to conferences, meetups, events, what have you. I mean, it's easy. You have it on your phone. You just hand it to people. They, they scan it with their messenger app, and then they're on your list, and you can follow up with them if you have everything set up properly, uh, which, I mean, if you guys want to talk about it, I can also share how the setup of this is. It's pretty easy, basic thing when it comes to messenger bots. But once you do that, you, you know, you have tags to people, uh, saying where you met them, and then you just go home after the conference, uh, filter by tag, and uh, send the broadcast to everybody saying, nice meeting you, 
uh, here's uh, what I do and uh, let's let's talk more if you want and then that's that's what happens and that's how I get on podcasts well that's a first but <laughs> that's a first but I mean it, it worked out well right it did I mean what I, what was so cool is that you you were prepared or you can you can be prepared before these conferences and and when you do do that scan give them a little tidbit or some some sort of information about yourself um, and then exactly what you said. I mean, you then sent out a broadcast and you and I have remained in contact. I mean, we've literally had a few different exchanges over chat. And that to me is one of the huge differences between a, a product like ManyChat, which sits on top of Facebook. And eventually right now they announced that they're going to be integrating with iMessage and Android and WeChat. So the messaging distribution power is so strong versus a company like Drift that I've used before in the past, which sat on our site. But once they left, it's it's hard to engage with them. Whereas when, with the Facebook Messenger app, I can pick up that conversation again with my friends, clients, or customers at any time. And we can have a meaningful conversation. Sune, I, yeah. I, I have to jump in and ask you a quick question. Sure. Yeah. In so we met at the trade show and and you had you were like super prepared for the show. You had your messenger bot going, you had your bot image where people can scan it and get in contact with you. How are you how are you leveraging it if you're not at a trade show? How are you how are you working with people and you know if it's old fashioned email introduction or or something of that nature? How are you leveraging your 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 chat bot to engage people that you want to work with? Well, actually, what I had at the conference, I had actually built the night before because um, I had it with me, but then I had to change something. So I really quickly, the night before, I, I jumped in, I read it, and uh, I, I added some questions and some uh, conditions and all that. But if it's the old, old, you know, the old school way, it's it's funny to call email old school, isn't it? <laughs> uh, but, but, but if it's the old school way of email... Um, what you guys didn't see is I also have um, a QR code that, that I have um, prepared for, for events like that. Because, I mean, you go sometimes to, to a place, event, uh, meeting, uh, what have you, and, and people not always have their messenger apps uh, ready, downloaded, or they might not even be using Facebook. Um, so for, for those uh, cases, I have a QR code. Uh, all you have to do is just Google QR code maker, or a QR code uh, develop, developer or whatever, and, and they come up. There's there's ton of free uh, free sources on that online. All you have to do is input information. And the cool thing about the QR codes, um, you, you can uh, you can basically make it like a business card, which which is mine, and uh, it, it can uh, once someone scans it, it just shows your information, and then they have an option of adding that contact onto their contact list into their phones. So it's still a digital uh, business card for me. Uh, I don't like carrying papers because uh, judging by my own uh, experience and what I do with them, I keep losing them in bags and pockets and then they end up either in the laundromat yeah. or, or, or thrown up in a, in a you know, garbage can. So um, you know, when someone scans that code, they immediately get my information displayed on their screen. And all they have to do is tap a button saying add that to contacts and it adds my contacts, adds me as a contact on their phone. And uh, that's, so, so Sune, is that then, 
is that that's separate from ManyChat, or do you connect that it is, to the, the rest no, that, of the realm? That is separate to ManyChat, but it can be integrated if you want it to be. Of uh, course, for, yeah. for, for me, it's just two different ways of, uh, of having, uh, you know, having an option to give my contact information to people. One, the preferred one is, is the ManyChat. We were at a ManyChat conference, so, you know, naturally, I would expect everyone would have a chatbot or messenger at least. Uh, so in those cases, I just give the scan code for the chatbot and uh, get people in that way. But in case someone doesn't have it, then there's a separate QR code that's got nothing to do with ManyChat. Uh, and then people can scan with their native cameras on iOS or just a QR code scanner on, uh, on Android. And that displays an information. Uh, it could be a name, uh, whatever you would have in your contacts. It's a name, first and last, uh, phone number, website. Uh, you can also put uh, URL links there. And if you want, you can put like your mini chat URL, uh, your mm -hmm. messenger URL. And that way, someone will have you in their contact list at the same time with a link into their into your bot. So they would have an option of clicking and checking it out later on if they choose to. So so that's just a way for my personal, personal uh, kind of like, uh, I mean, I, I won't even call it branding, but it's just a way for me to not carry business cards and, and having to print it and if they have them uh, ready and all that stuff. This is online. I just have it in my Dropbox. Even if I forget to uh, get onto my phone, all I need is an internet connected computer. I go onto my Dropbox and I get it and uh, that's it. I'm, I'm good to go. So <clears throat> that's great. And, and what's the name of the QR code that you are, our product tool that you're using? Uh, let me see. I can Google it for you right now. It's, uh, I, I don't really have anything specific. You just Google QR code. Creator. generator okay and in and, and, and bunch of them come up uh, like the first link that i'm clicking right now is uh, there you go there is a qr-code-generator.com so if you go to that and you see all the options that it gives you you know you can have a qr code that people scan and goes to a link immediately which which could be your uh, you know your messenger link there's one that's a v card there's a text there's a bunch of options that you can have embedded into a qr code um, I, I know people don't use it much. Uh, I don't either. But in that case, uh, you know, if someone doesn't have a messenger, then let, let's get onto QR code scanning. And right. That way they get <laughs> it the makes sense to have uh, both as an option. So you're just a backup for me. Yeah. So now tell us a little bit about, you know, your core business and, and what you're moving into now. Uh, yeah, well, uh, what I do is uh, online marketing, uh, digital marketing and creative Um I have this agency that I've been running for a while since, uh, let's see, maybe 2011, uh, mid-2011 or so is, is when I uh, started it. Uh, and I've always been in advertising and, uh, you know, been interested in doing uh, all sorts of different, uh, you know, different products related to advertising, starting from creative uh, all the way to strategy. So with the agency, I just started doing more strategic and uh, the creative part came as part of, uh, of a campaign, uh, inevitably people need creative development. So we were, uh, we were doing that as well as an offered service. Um, recently, I started uh, this new project where uh, uh, trying to get more concentrated on the services provided and then uh, an agency called uh, Stunning Social, which, which is a name that I've been sitting on for a while, uh, wondering what to do with it. 
Stunning um, social. Kids. Stunning. Stunning social. social yeah. That's yeah, what you had yeah. sent me a few days ago. I looked. I really liked what, how you laid the site out. Yeah. So, so that that's a that's a fairly new project, and it's more of a social media marketing agency, and that would be uh, you know social media lead generation, uh, loyalty programs using social media. There's ton of them, uh, like ton of strategies that that people can use, and especially with with the new chatbots things and and. Uh, and the messenger marketing and all that, uh, things can get really, really sophisticated on social media. You don't even have to go anywhere else. Uh, I don't know if you noticed the site that I have for it. Uh, it's not really a site. It's, it's more like a placeholder with two buttons. Right. Uh, one of them takes you into messenger. The other one gives you an option to send me an email. Uh, that's all that's there. Uh, once you're in messenger, then uh, we can start connecting, talking, and uh, having a conversation. And I think uh, that's that's where the future of, of uh, you know digital marketing is going. It's it's the conversations and it's the engagements. Well, um, I I couldn't agree with you more. And and I actually I, in front of me right now I have I pulled out some of the kind of eye opening stats as it comes to conversational marketing that I think our listeners would be interested to hear, especially if you're somebody thinking, should I? Have, start working on a conversational messenger strategy or should I wait to see how it unfolds? Maybe it's not going to adopt. So maybe these numbers will change your mind. And when I, after I read this, I'd love to get, you know, your thoughts on what you would say to a business owner that's having, you know, those kind of questions. So 53% of people are more likely to shop with a business they can message directly. That was done from a study. Facebook did a, um, commissioned a study that Nielsen did, it, and they came up with that stat. Gartner predicted by 2020, the average person will have more conversations with bots than with their spouses. Probably the divorce rate might go up. <laughs> a fashion blogger sells 100 cars on WeChat in, get this, five minutes. For all of you that don't know, WeChat is basically the, the messenger platform of choice in China. I think that's the only thing that people use in China. They don't have any websites or anything. They pay in stores with ManyChat. I mean, with WeChat, they, uh, they buy their houses. They, they, like I have friends that, that are in China. And they tell me this is basically the thing that, that is there. Uh, you don't need anything else. Everything yeah. is done through this platform. I mean, and then the, if you just look at like the uh, demographics on how people prefer to communicate with others, um, you know, mobile communication preference of internet users between the ages of 18 and 29, 61% of them prefer uh, communicating through ta text. And I think that that's, People would assume that given the millennial generation, but you look at the next generation up 30 to 44 and it's 62%. So, I mean, this is how people are communicating and the, just the, the idea that they're going to be integrating with WhatsApp, iMessage and Android uh, makes it exciting. So Sunet, what would you say to the business owner right now? I mean, that is kind of contemplating between the two and, and you know, what should they, what steps should they take to start just educating themselves on a messenger strategy? I would say just look at what uh, your kids, if you have any, if not, just look at what the people around you are doing. They're constantly on their phones and they're messaging someone. It's either text message via the SMS on your phone. It's either messenger or WhatsApp or whatever. So if, if you have a business and you want to be 
uh, you won't be relevant. Um, you better start early than uh, just play catch up later on. So uh, my advice would be just create a free account in in uh, ManyChat. Uh, I'm I'm not an affiliate. I don't get paid for any of this. I just no. like them. Um, and uh, I would just you know create a free account. Yes, there's limitations to it, but once you see the power, uh, join the community. There's a great community on Facebook. Uh, ManyChat users, uh, you get tons of help. Uh, you just have to ask and uh, start oh. from there. Test By the out, way, if if you want to go to their pro version, it's only ten dollars. So it's it starts like, at ten dollars. It's <laughs> it, you know you you're gonna skip a coffee one day, and you're gonna have a, 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 a powerful bot on your page that that can uh, earn you a, a you know a, a coffee for a month <laughs> with, a, you know, with we, ROIs and everything else. Sean and I, uh, with our with our uh, companies, we started talking to clients about this, about, you know, creating a conversational strategy. And, and ultimately it's like, well, let's just look at what you're already doing. What, what is the sales content or what is the educational, uh, you know, teaching type content that you're already using to, um, you know, attract customers. And let's just look at like how we would put that into a, a, a conversation using chat. It's, it's really, it, it doesn't need to be super complicated. It's just getting them to, it's just a better. It's it's another way, and, and I, we think it's a, going to be a better way of distributing that information. Um, yeah, for the, for the most part, uh, people already have the content. If it's a business that has a website, if it's a business that does lead generation using the traditional way of forums or uh, any other ways of uh, trying people to get connected with them, they already have the content. The content is there, or the uh, the needed. Uh, funnels all you have to do is repurpose it take that content and make turn it into a conversation get those form fields or form questions and put them into a, into a messenger bot uh, collect all that data send it to a google sheet or put it into your uh, crm uh, it's a little bit of advanced techniques but i mean no none of us uh, came to this knowing what it is we all learned it as we as we went so, well, the, 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 there's free education out there and then, um, you know, yes. send us a note yes. if you want some other, other type of training. Cause we can, we, we have some suggestions on paid training. Um, and it, and it could be cost effective. I mean, you mentioned to me and I'd love for you to tell us just that what the use case was, but you were able to drop, I think you said cost per lead for a university client. Uh, 89%. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us 80, about that. What happened? 89%. Uh, I'm, I'm building a case study. I'm trying to write it down so so I can uh, provide it to people where, where they can uh, read up and see on, see on it. But I don't have it yet, but I can uh, definitely talk about it. So here's the deal. A small college uh, that, that I work with um, in uh, New York City, primarily um, the, the, the student body is mainly a local uh, tri-state area, uh, New Jersey, uh, Connecticut, uh, not even mainly Brooklyn and uh, Bronx, a little bit of Queens. Uh, it, it's a small nonprofit, so they were they were um, developing and uh, in the process of launching the very first online, fully online degree that, that they would offer to uh, you know to their students, a very niche degree, uh, a degree that that you would have to have an idea uh, what it what it's about and uh, and what would you be using it for. Uh, it's a degree in emergency management. Um, not not many people even know that uh, there's degrees in, in that field, but there is. So it's a master's degree, emergency management, and they were trying to launch it uh, nationally online, first ever for them. 
no experience with online degrees, uh, no experience with uh, national advertising, um, and, and very hard to get leads for, for a specific uh, niche program. So they do have an advertising agency that they work with, agency of record. They do uh, traditional media buys, and they do also digital for them. But as with most agencies, um, the bigger ones, they approach digital as, as they would do traditional. All it is, they just buy ads and place them on Google, on Facebook, and uh, that's it. Uh, there's not much thought that goes behind it, uh, at least from, from my experience, and that's my right. opinion. And I don't want to talk down any agencies if, if any of them are listening uh, and you guys are doing it great, uh, good. But I'm just talking to this particular <laughs> case and from what I've seen. Uh, so um, what, what we did is, uh, <laughs> well, first, that agency of record uh, was... Uh, reporting on cost per lead uh, of uh, 2300 that's $2,300 of cost per lead for this specific campaign, for this specific program that they were trying to launch. Yes, they had a very short period of time that they had to get this going and they had to get a class together for fall and all that stuff. But all the efforts were just the traditional media thrown into digital, same audiences, basically they were sitting on top of the building and screaming at people, we have this program, come, you know, come learn about it. Well, the way I see it and, and the way we approached it is you should be talking to people instead of talking at them. You shouldn't be screaming off of buildings. You should be talking to the particular people based on particular actions that they took on your site or on Facebook or with any of your channels. So we went ahead and we developed a chatbot for them and we installed it on their page and it was uh, a chatbot specific for this program. So what it does is uh, paid ads that are promoting the program and then the, the, click, the click to message button takes people into a sequence that starts them off with, hi, uh, you know, glad you're interested, would you like to learn more? Once they click yes, then they get segmented within the audience. Uh, we were asking them, do you know about this field? How familiar are you? If they say yes, they would get a, a you know one round of, uh, of engagement. If they say no, then we would uh, show them a video, maybe give them a little bit of information, some statistics on uh, career uh, projections and what can they do with this degree and all that stuff. So we took that, uh, we, we got the bot live, we promoted it to uh, lookalike audiences and custom audiences and people that have engaged with the institution instead of just going to cold audiences. And what happened was we, we were able to get cost per new message at $15. Um, and uh, the cost per lead, which not every message turns into a lead, so the cost per lead uh, dropped to uh, roughly 250 to $300, which for some of your listeners, uh, I don't know what, what the, the general public of, of the podcast is. It might sound a lot, but for higher education and, and for higher education institution in New York City with, with enormous competition, uh, it's, uh, it's a pretty decent cost per lead. Uh, and, and that was a drop from uh, 2300 So... Uh, you know, on 80, 80, 89%. So, so that, that's yeah. in a nutshell, 
I mean, I can go into the details if you guys, no, if no, you no, guys that, want me to. No, that but I, I guess one one thing I would I would be curious is like when once you had the the clients um, buy in on on doing a bot, what was your initial process of figuring out how to set up the flow in terms of what they already had? Um, like what questions well, did you ask of them in order to get figure out how you were going to construct it? Well, I, w- I was familiar with, with because they also have this program uh, in, in the traditional program. Uh, it, like they, they have it that is people have to come here. It's not online. They also they also have that. They also have an undergraduate program and they wanted to expand it because it was the right program according to them that could be uh, put online as, as a pilot program for, for the next ones to come. So I was familiar with, with the field and with the program and they already had materials that were developed uh, that, that would speak to that program. So all I had to do is um, go to them, uh, see what, what areas uh, of interest might be um, geographically to target people or would they have any preferences and we gave them suggestions on what we thought was good for uh, for starters, uh, because they really didn't have that much of a budget uh, to go into promoting it. It, it was kind of like an add-on uh, feature for the for the annual budget. They were like, "Okay, we we have this program, and we need to figure out a way to get some money and promote it as well." Um, so we we didn't really have much learning curve on it, and all I had to do is just ask them to give me a access to to their page so i can install the bot have them to agree on having the bot uh give them an idea of of what's it going to take and what's it going to look like Uh, i actually had the the way i do it um with other clients as well i had a pre-built working prototype uh meaning that the the bot at least the initial stages of it were roughly sketched into uh, into my uh, agency account and I had them run through it so they can get a feel of uh, of what it would look like for someone yeah. coming in from an ad. Um, it's easier for me to explain that way than just having to uh, to talk to someone and tell them, yeah, there's there's going to be this bot thing that's going to be running on your Facebook Facebook page, and uh, people will be talking to it, but not really, and uh, it's going to be answering, but it's not going to be you. So it, it, get, it gets confusing. So so instead, I showed it to them. Uh, I I showed them the demo. And then I said, okay, if this is something that you guys like, then this is how it's going to progress. Uh, this is what's going to happen, and and that's that's how we're going to manage it. So so that's what we did, and they agreed on it, and we ran it. Uh, the initial, um, I can tell you for what the challenges were with it. So the initial, the initial one that we started, the initial one that that I demoed, um, actually evolved. And uh, what we ended up running at the end was the version three of, of the bot. So that was uh, the initial flow plus uh, maybe like uh, eight, eight, maybe nine follow-up sequences and retargeting sequences within the bot, um, uh, getting people back into into conversation if they've dropped out and haven't answered the question. Uh, letting them know that uh, there's a deadline for application and things would, like would that. Would you do the? Would you kind of do the sales? Uh, like, when would you have that sales message in the sequence of eight? Was it? Was it? Was there a sales reminder every time, or did did it come on like the sixth iteration of the teaching seg- uh, sequence? 
the sales to to the client or the sales to the no to the user. So the user get, get starts engaging. There, you said there was a there's eight sequences in that messenger. Do, wh at what oh, they point would, did you? Yeah, go ahead. They would they would get it right from the beginning. Uh, they would okay. get it. Uh, okay, you're interested in the program? Yes. Uh, no. Well, they wouldn't say no, but sometimes they would just say you know maybe later and stuff like that. So how how well do you know the field? When they say yes, then you you take him to okay. So let me tell you a little bit more on this specific program. Uh, and then you start asking them questions. What's your name? And it really, what I had to work out with them was uh, the, how, what was the minimum amount of questions or the minimum amount of information that they can work with from a lead? Because yeah. I don't want to keep asking people tons of questions for days, in, for days on end and, and having the chance of them dropping. So the, so the, less, the least questions you can ask, uh, in this case, was a phone number, an email, and uh, what term they, they're trying to start, what, what term they're looking to start. Uh, those three questions uh, were enough for the, for the college to, to be able to take the lead and, and talk to them uh, from then on. Um, I, I would get the first and last name from Facebook, so I, I, didn't, I didn't have to ask for that. Yeah, the, and it's just easy. The, the, the less you can ask, the, the more simple you can keep the bot, it, it definitely the easier it goes. And, you know, Sunay, looking at the time, we're right about at that mark. And and I, with I'm, one, I want to thank you for spending time with us. But two, I mean, if people want to reach out to you, um, promote anything that you have uh, in terms of site. Uh, I know you've got an awesome Instagram for anybody that likes uh, artistic photography, uh, especially of kind of everyday people, day in the life of, in New York and Brooklyn, check out uh, uh, Sunay's Instagram feed. But please promote that. Give us your handle and, and anything else that you want to promote. Uh, okay, yeah. Well, the Instagram is, is the one that was created for the previous agency. Well, not previous, for the for the older agency. And it's uh, the name of the agency is RTCNY, which is spelled A-R-T-C-N-Y dot com is the website for it uh, if you go there you'll see some of the case studies and some of the things that we've done uh, the instagram handle is also at artcny um, the new one uh, the one that the new project that i'm starting uh, stunning social uh, spelled just like you hear it stunning social.com i would encourage everyone to come on facebook uh, there's a facebook page for it uh, search for stunning social uh, in, in as a page, uh, you'll see it, like it. Uh, there's a group that that I've uh, added to the page, which would be uh, uh, you know a group for people to exchange ideas, uh, talk about uh, problems or uh, strategies or tactics, uh, things like that. It's just a community. It's growing. I have some uh, people already in it. Uh, there'll be more uh, I'll, once I start doing workshops here in New York, uh, which I have. Uh, been asked to do from uh, the colleges that I work with. Uh, they will provide me a place uh, and rooms, so that's good. I don't have to pay for it. So once that starts, there'll be a lot of people into the group. So yes, I would encourage people to join it. It's called the Stunning Social Group, or the Stunning Social Club. It's part of the Stunning Social uh, Facebook page. Uh, so that's in a nutshell. If you want to reach me out, uh, just uh, you know, uh, hello at uh, artcny.com or uh, just go to stunningsocial.com, go on to uh, send email or uh, get into the messenger. 
Um, there's many ways to get them. Just search my name. It's going to come up. <laughs> nice. There's a lot of ways to get to me. Um, yeah. So um, any, any questions too, I'll, I'll be glad if, if someone wants to reach out. Uh, I answer all of the messages I get. Uh, I, I don't, I don't act like I'm too busy. If I am, I'll tell you. So well, that's yeah, the beauty of messenger. You can, you can get back to them on your own time. And it sounds like they can get right to your messenger through stunning social. Um, Sean, anything that you like to wrap up with? Uh, do, are there any tools you use to, to manage your, your messenger inbox or any of your, your inboxes, or do you just I, use the messenger? I just use the messenger on app phone. on my phone and, and the one uh, that is the desktop application, uh, when it comes to uh, using messenger with chat box, it, uh, I use the, the live chat within many chats, uh, which, which is an option of, uh, they have in the bot that, that has its, uh, its pluses because it pauses the automation. So if you talk to someone in, into live chat within the main chat app, then the automation will be paused. So if you have like a default messages set up and stuff like that, they wouldn't trigger if, if you're just having a conversation with someone. But uh, th that's in particular cases with campaigns and stuff. But I actually, first, I, was, I was wondering today, like if you have, if I had a sequence set up, is there any way to, to have the live chat overtake it if I wanted to interact with it or no? Like so that the default message message wouldn't come through. You could, yeah. If if you say, for example, you you have uh, someone and and uh, coming in and and you want to give them an option to um, to talk to a live person, uh, you know, you can say you want to talk to to person or talk talk to a live person, whatever. When they click the button, uh, then into the back end, you would add an action to that button. You would just uh, assign an action that triggers once the button is is clicked. And one of the actions would be uh, start a new start a new chat or start a new conversation or something like that. that <laughs> oh, I see. So it's an option. Okay. That would autom that action automatically would open a live chat uh, conversation with this person, and then the second action should be a notify admin. That way, you would have a notification that person so and so clicked on this button. And, uh, you know, you'll know to jump in and, and get that conversation, like, take over. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, the bots are not taking over the, the manual stuff that we still need to do. They're just helping. It's a supplemental technology. Um, so to your listeners, don't try to substitute everything that you do with a chatbot because you get disappointed. Use it as, use it as a substitute. In case of leads, once someone clicks and says, I want to talk to someone, get that notification, jump in and start working that lead. Uh, that way you have a much bigger percentage of uh, conversion from uh, lead to, uh, to sale or uh, whatever it is your goal. Yeah. That's a huge piece of advice to our listeners. It, it really is. I mean, there, there is a part where human interaction may be required. And I think as Ryan, you'll, you'll probably attest to automating as much as you can is, is the key but there are going to be instances where automation might not be be the right tool or tactic yeah, for, absolutely. Yeah, for a live like user. Absolutely. I think with using the bots, I mean, really what we want to do is make sure that it, you're using the automation to filter out the right people that you want to talk to. And then once you've identified them as, as right in the automation process, that's where it's either uh, you know capturing information, allowing them, as Sunay was saying, to do live chat. Or if you're like us with Prospect America and you have a call center uh, that can take inbound calls or a you know, relationship management team or a sales team, you can do click to dial. 
um, which is all can be done through through ManyChat. Yeah, and if, if anyone listening, uh, if, if they have any questions on whether, uh, you know, chatbots or how to do it or whatever the case may be, uh, seriously, just, you know, come and, uh, come and talk, you know, find me on stunningsocial.com, click on that uh, chat button and uh, you'll be right into the conversation. Uh, also, if you search on Facebook and if you search for Stunning Social, if you send, click on the send message button, and that's a bonus for everyone that, that wants to see how much a, a Facebook campaign would cost them. Uh, I've built this calculator. So just go onto Stunning Social Facebook page and within messages, type the keyword calculator. It's going to trigger it right there and you'll be able to see uh, how much your ad campaign would cost you based on a goal that you set up for yourself. Uh, Very cool. Uh, it, 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 it's, a, it's a pretty cool little tool that, that I built in uh, as a test, but then it ended up working. I also added last night, uh, it's going to display what the ROI on your spend would be. So I added a little bit of ROI uh, number at the end of it. So make sure you check that out if you're interested. And uh, other than that, yeah, if you guys have any questions, I'm around. Nice. Well, um, I'm going to give you a shout next time I come to New York. And uh, we'll definitely uh, try to connect for in sure, person. Right? I appreciate you, uh, Sunay, your wealth of information, and uh, we're happy to call you a new friend. And thank you so much for coming on to Lead Gen Nation. And if any of the listeners out there want to get in touch, either with Sunay, you've got his contact information, or check us out over at uh, prospectamerica.co. Uh, I'm Ryan Drummond. Sunay is our guest, Sean McCormick. We will see you guys later. All right. Peace.